You are listening to The Winning Mind Podcast. I am Letitia DeSouz. I am a mindset coach and business strategist who has helped more than 1,200 people change their lives, their relationships, their businesses, and just win in life. There's a myriad of reasons why we're not winning in life. Most people don't really play to win. They play not to lose. And what winning really means is becoming a better version of yourself each and every day. We can do this together. Hey, everybody, it's Letitia. As usual, I hope that you are having an absolutely amazing day. I am. Life is good. Things are good. You know, I have no complaints. Don't nobody be wanting to hear that shit no way. So all is well, and I hope you are well, too. Let's see if I have any updates for y'all, any juicy twists and turns. Um, not really, just, you know, some some business changes and business pivots that are going on that have me challenged, both challenged and excited, actually, because I feel like it's time for Letitia. Well, I'm going to be 50, so Letitia 5.0. So I feel like it's just time to unleash another version of myself. And I think sometimes people in life and in business, like you get so locked into who you were or who you are that you get afraid to make changes, afraid to evolve and grow and show forth a new version of yourself. And it's usually tied to what other people think. But I was just telling somebody over the past few days, like, you have to do what you need to do to make your life work. This is your one and only life. I mean, you, you may be reincarnated or whatever, but this, this one right here, this is your one and only life, and it's a gift. And so if your life is not going in the direction that you desire, you can always change and you can always pivot. But a lot of times we walk around as if we're locked into a way of being, you know, a way of doing things, and we're absolutely not. And I read today... Don't, let me see, I'm probably going to butcher this, but it was like, don't be a prisoner to, no, don't do a life sentence to a prison that you created. It was something like that. The gist of it is like, don't imprison yourself. And so your mind can be a prison. But do you know the beautiful thing about that is that your mind can also be a key and your mind can be a divine key to unlock all of your potential. It just really depends on how it is that you choose to use it, right? So I've been thinking about that. Like, you know, I always get to spaces where I'm like, there is more. And when I say more, it's not coming from this like greedy, grabby place of like, I want more. I want, I do want more, right? It's not coming from that, like material things or things like that. Those are great, but it's not that. But there is more for me means there is a greater contribution that I can make to the world. There's a greater contribution. I can contribute more. I know that I have not exhausted my capacity to contribute. And so that alone, it throws me into a place of like um, creative disruption a lot of times where I disrupt my own life. I don't wait for life to force me to change like some of us do. I will creatively disrupt my own life in many instances because this doesn't feel true or right for me anymore. And it can be scary because it means like you make changes, you let go of some things the way you did things before. You don't do them now. What got you here won't get you there. You might not even know where there is, but you're going on a journey to there and you don't have directions, but you have the blueprint inside of you. Does that make sense? I feel a little hyper because... I, I probably am. I, I feel like most of us just barely tap 
our potential. And I feel like I'm just scratching the surface of my potential. And I've done a lot of great things. Like I've helped thousands of people, but I'm like, man, there's millions. And I may not help millions of people individually, but I can help millions of people through books. I can help millions of people through podcasting. I can help millions of people through empowering other people to help people. Like, I feel like there is so much more. So a lot of times we just settle for, you know, I say this all the time, like settle for mediocrity, which is like climbing halfway up the mountain and then climbing your ass, taking your ass right back down because it was too hard. A lot of times we just settle for getting halfway to the mountain when it's a whole other half a mountain to go with with a view that you've never been able to see from. You've, you've never seen life from up there. So for me, I've always been attracted to high places. And so I'm just like, you know what? I want to go to the top. I want to go to the top. And so I want to go to the top. I want to go to the top. I want to dominate my space. I want to be, you know, like I said this before as well. I see I do a lot of repeating myself. A lot of us don't play to win. We play not to lose. We play it so, so safe. And when we play safe, we cheat everybody. We cheat ourselves. We cheat the people that we're here to be a blessing to. We cheat the people that we're here to serve, that we're here to empower because we play it safe, right? Here's the thing about playing it safe. God is not pleased with us playing it safe. God put us on earth to take chances and to take risks. God is always with us. God goes before us. God is with us in a journey. And so we always speak about faith and all of these things, and yet we sit still as if we just can't figure things out, as if we don't have God, Creator. You know, I'm, I'm not going down that rabbit hole with y'all. But every time... I step out, set out in faith to do something. Now, let, let me let me let me bookmark this for a second. When I say step out in faith, I'm not talking about just making irrational, illogical decisions and saying, "Woo, let me go do this and I hope God is going to catch me." That's not faith. A lot of times that's just really being delusional, not doing any kind of homework, not doing any kind of research, making very very uninformed decisions. That is not what I'm talking about. But what I am saying is that when I step out in faith and when I move forward in faith, I'm moving forward with, based on all of the information that I have, this is the best decision that I have. And it's usually going to require something that I currently don't have, or it's going to require more of me than I was ready to give. It's going to require something, require me to become someone that I currently am not to see the thing that I say that I desire. Well, let me give you a practical example. I've said this before on other podcasts. When I first started my coaching business and I was like, okay, let me figure this out. What am I going to do? And then I invested $27,000 in a coaching program and I didn't have it just laying around. I put it on a credit card and I got it back many, many times over. But the opportunity was presented to me, right? Here's a way to get exactly what it is that you say that you desire. And it's going to require you to grow. It's going to require you to think. It's going to require you to go deep within yourself and pull out all of that rich treasure that has been lying dormant to figure this out. And I was scared shitless to do it, right? I tried everything under the suns, and then I was just like, all right, let's just make the decision. And I did it, and I got that back many times over, right? I'm not, it's, it's not always financial. I'm just giving you this example. And so even now, when I say, all right, I'm ready to pivot. I'm ready to make some changes in my life. I'm ready to make some changes in my, my business. 
What do I do? And opportunities present themselves to me, and they require an investment of time, an investment of attention, an investment of money. And I'm just like, hmm, of course we all want the certainty that things are going to work out, but you cannot be guaranteed, you, you won't be guaranteed a sense of certainty. And so you know what I do? I'm like, all right run this credit card because I'm not going to sit here in stagnancy. I'm not going to sit here uh, doing the same thing over and over that is not giving to me the results that I desire. So I'm going to make an investment and move myself forward. That is what I mean by moving in faith, not just moving, you know, and making frivolous decisions. But a lot of us are praying and asking God to do something. And me and the producer were just having a conversation about this, so don't kill me. And then you may get a response to say, use what I gave you. God even told Moses that, right? When he's just like, oh my God, the Red Sea. And he's just like, like basically, he was just like, why are you, why are you crying to me? Like, I, I've given you the power to fix this problem. You got a rod in your hand that can split the Red Sea. Get get your wits about you. Like, you know, God didn't tell him to get his shit together. You know, I'm this the ghetto version. And just like, use what it is that I gave you. I put you here to have dominion. I put you here to run things, to rule things. And you are acting like you walking the earth like just a regular human. I was also ha having this conversation with the producer that this guy told me a couple of days ago. And it might have been yesterday. And he was like, oh, so you don't think you're regular? And I started laughing because, no, I'm not regular. I I'm not regular. I, I, don't, I don't do things that regular people do. I'm not here on a regular assignment. I'm actually divine. I'm actually divine. And so I I'm not subject to the same things that people that are not connected to my source are subject to. It's not that you couldn't be, but I've tapped into a way of doing things, a system of doing things that allows me not to operate as a mere man. And so some of us act like we're just regular. If you think you're regular, you're not, right? You, you're not. But anyway, back to what I was saying. And so use what it is that you have. So here's, here's a practical way of figuring out what it is that you have. Write down what it is that you're trying to do and what it is that you're trying to accomplish, right? And then assess what resources you have in time, in energy, attention, money, relationships. What resources do you have there to help you move further to the goal? Exhaust those resources and I guarantee you that more resources will be added to you. The Bible says to him that has much more will be given, but to him that doesn't have, even what he has will be taken away. It seems cruel. The Bible also uses the parable of the talents of where God gave the people, you know, these various talents and the, not God, but the um the uh, the manager gave the people the various talents and he was looking for a return on his investment. And the, the one man said, well, I knew you was a hard man. And basically, like he, he buried the talent, he hid it. And he was he called they, he called him wicked because there was no return on the talent that he gave him, right? The other people, they got a return on their talent. They they went and figured out how to multiply the talent. And so they were given more. Now, whether you believe the stories to be literal, right? Or um just hypothetical, whatever it is that you believe, you get the principle, right? 
Use what it is that you have and it's going to generate more for you. Hold on to what it is that you have and life is going to take that from you. It's why hoarding never works. It's why saving never works, like saving your way to wealth because we we're, we we kind of got into this place where we're afraid to move forward. And so a lot of us are operating from a place of paralysis, right? We know we need to do something. We don't know what to do. And so we just sit and we sit and we sit and we become stagnant. We sit and guess what? Whatever resources you have, they start to dwindle when you do not use them. When you do, damn, all my words are twisted today. When you don't use them. So I'm going to say what the producer said. Use what it is that you have to change your situation, to change your life, to change your business. Use what it is that you have. But I'm going to tell you the other reason why a lot of y'all, a lot of us don't use what we have. We don't recognize the power of what it is that we have. We're so familiar with our own greatness that we don't even recognize it. People tell you over and over and over the same thing, and it's just like background noise to you. Start paying attention to what people tell you about you, and that's a key indicator of the thing that you have that will change your entire life. I promise you. So like, when I was trying to figure out at first what kind of coaching I wanted to do, People kept telling me, oh my God, you helped me with my mindset so much. You're a mindset coach. It was almost like I started getting offended that people kept telling me that I was a mindset coach because I was like a mindset coach. Who, who only coaches on mindset? Well, my coach was a multi-million dollar coach and he coached his own mindset, right? So me, I thought it was almost like offensive and an insult when people said you're a mindset coach. No, no, and no. But this is what people have been telling me lately. People have been saying, you know what? I can talk to you about anything. Like you are so not you are not judgmental. I, I and you like I have heard this so much in the last. I've heard it a lot, but just really over and over, people keep telling me, and they've been telling me like their deepest life challenges. It's not that people don't always tell me stuff, but the weird thing lately too is that a lot of men have been doing it. Y'all know men don't be opening up to people like that, and so I'm paying very close attention that there is something in me that creates a safe space for people where they feel like they can tell me their deepest life challenges. I can hold space for them and they won't be judged, right? I won't look at them as less of a man, less of a woman, less of anything, right? And we put you back together again and then you go ahead and be great. And so guess what? That is something that needs to be integrated in my coach. Everybody cannot do it. This is not something about a book. This is my heart and soul and it's who I am, right? So all I'm saying is, what is it that is in you that is so powerful that you missed it. You about giving it away like it's fool's gold and you have no idea that it's something that God has given you to monetize. Now, I'm going to tell y'all a little story about my spiritual mentor and I hope that she don't listen to this podcast because she ain't even a cussing woman, but she might start. My spiritual mentor she prays for people day in and day out. She's been doing it for years. She's been praying for me since 2005. We're 17 years in because I'm special needs, right? Not only does she pray, but she's a prophet. And so she tells people she's six months out, a year out or whatever, like, here's what's happening. Do you know how many things that she has prayed for me, that she has prophesied to me that has come to pass? Well, now she is starting, she's in school to get her counseling degree. And she was telling me how she really wants to help people and counsel people. And then we were having a conversation and she said she was going to do something like a, a sliding scale fee or like a pay as you can, 
Man, everything in my stomach was just flipping. And I was like, are you kidding me? I said, you're going to do a what? She was like, I don't want this to be, like, basically, I don't want this to be a money grab, but I want to start a business. And I said, you don't want to start a business. I said, you, you want to start a foundation or you want to start a nonprofit. I said, so you mean to tell me you're going to school, incurring debt to go to school, possibly, I'm not sure, right? But then you're going to start a business and then you're going to serve people, but that business is not going to serve you? Make that make sense. That's like the tail wagging the dog. And you're talking about people paying as they can? Come on, what other service do you render to people or is is rendered to people that they don't pay for? I was just like, absolutely not. And so my point in saying all of that is some of us are so familiar with our own greatness that we don't even recognize it. This woman transforms lives. This woman, I'm saying, if you need a pipeline to God, she got one, right? And but she's going now to get a practical degree so that she can help people. And she's saying, basically, it's going to be by donation. I, man, everything in me was just like, absolutely not. Not if I have a hand in it. Absolutely not. And so a lot of us are just not even monetizing. Here's what gets sticky. People say it ain't about it ain't about the money. And I always tell people, if you are in business, it is about the money. You know why it needs to be about the money? Because you need money to make sure that you can even provide service at the level that you would like to. If you don't have the money that you need in your business or in your life, tell me how you are showing up as effectively as you can. You, you are not. It's just, it's just like not possible. Because when you do not have enough financial resources, it is damaging to your soul. It's going to be stressful. You're going to be focused on your need, right? Or your lack as much, if not more so than the thing that you are trying to do. So you actually do a disservice to yourself when you are not positioned or when you're not positioning yourself to get the resources that you need. And the other part of that is a lot of times you need help outside of yourself. And I'm not saying that just because I'm a coach, yeah, but also because I know that I need to invest in help. When I go to the gym, I know a lot of y'all are lone rangers at the gym. I know that me, I'm not going to work myself out to the extent that I work out with my trainer. I even cheat on her, right? Y'all know I be skipping them exercises. So what do you think I'm going to do when I go myself, right? I'm going to be like 15 minutes on the treadmill, like, uh, this is too hot. I feel like I'm going nowhere fast. I'm out. And so I invest in resources, in people, in, in, in programs, in whatever it is that I need to invest in to get more out of myself than I can get out of myself. And so a lot of us want to go it alone, and that's just not going to be the best way to do it, right? So go back to the part about you're being, you being familiar with your own greatness. Your best thinking has gotten you where you are. When you, when you enlist the help of other people or when you talk to other people, they're not seeing you through your same lenses. They're also not seeing your situation with the internal blocks and blind spots that you have. They can see you and they can see your situation very clearly. And so a lot of times you can skip the line. You can shorten your learning process. You can shorten your path to wherever it is you're trying to go by enlisting the help of somebody outside yourself. Like Lauren Hill said, it can all be so simple. 
right? It could all be so simple, but we we I don't know if it's we got to make it hard, we trying to make it hard, whatever it is. Y'all y'all get what I'm saying? It could all be so simple. But you know the other part of that. I don't know how many parts I said is that I've said this before. If there is a deep seated, deep rooted belief that things are supposed to be hard, you are going to toil and you are going to struggle and you're going to flit about and do all of these things because hard feels normal. For me, that is one thing that I have overcome is that hard feels hard does not feel normal to me. I like grace. I like ease. I'm not hustling. I'm not grinding. That has nothing to do with a work ethic. It has everything to do with what I call work-life harmony. I don't know that working life will ever balance, but work-life harmony, I'm not grinding. I'm not hustling. I want grace. I want ease. Everything does not have to be so hard and have you burnt out, stressed out, broke, busted, and disgusted. No, that is a model that just does not work anymore. It, you know, it never worked, right? And so you can get what it is that you desire. You can get the results that you desire, but you've got to go within first, right? And you've got to be willing to move in faith to do some things that are very, very uncomfortable. I'm really, I was telling the producer, like, I'm really uncomfortable right now because now I'm having to look into myself and do for myself or think about my business or think about what I do in a way that I do for other people. And it's just not second nature for me. And because of that, even with help, it's still it's still not easy to do it. But I would rather this process and go through this process. Remember I said, every time you want to go, every time you have a desire and you want to move and you want to progress, you're going to grow. It's going to require growth. You're going to have to become another version of yourself, right? And so this is the version of myself that I'm willing to embrace visibility, that I'm willing to embrace structure, that I'm willing to embrace systems and processes and all of the things that make me cringe, all of the things that are the polar opposite of the way that I do everything else. But I'm willing to embrace that and become that person so that I can grow and create the thing that I say that I desire, right? So it becomes ultimately about choices and decisions, like using what it is that you have. We we all have resources. We all have a way to create every single thing that we need to create. Here's the last thing that I'm going to tell y'all, because when my, when my coaches, former coaches, had me do this, it blew my mind. It was, they they gave me a challenge to, it seemed like so much at the time, to create $1,000. And I probably had like a week to do it, right? And on the day when it was supposed to have been done, it was like 10 in the morning. And they were like, how much do you have? I was so ashamed. And it was like $25. And they said, you know why? It's because, here's what I'm telling y'all. They were like, you expected this to be really, really hard. You made it very, very complicated. And it's not. You can create money anytime you need to create money. And they were like, act as if your child is being kidnapped. We're not going to use that. I'm like, hold up. And the only way you're going to get her back is if it's $1,000. What are you going to do? Let me tell y'all something. They said, you still have until midnight tonight. We have full faith that you're able to do it. So I reached out. I remember like, Two people telling me that they wanted me to help them with coaching, and I reached out, and I and then you had to have the money in the account that day. 
I reached out and I, I asked them, hey, you still want me to do this? Okay, can I do it for $250? All right, no, $300? Yeah, okay, can you pay today? Yeah. Anyway, I replicated that call like four times. Long story less long, by the end of that day, I probably had $1,225. All of the money was in the bank and I did it probably in less than two hours' time. So when you're, when you're willing to surrender the need for things to be hard, when you're willing to become another version of yourself. What I did right there was I was willing to embrace the seeds that they planted in me that this doesn't have to be hard, number one, that you can always create more money. And so I didn't make a social media post. I used what I already had because all of those people were already in my existing network, right? And so I created that 1200 It was over and above whatever the thing was, and it was so simple to do. And that's what happens is that sometimes what we're looking to do is so damn simple that we miss it because we're expecting it to be hard. But I'm telling you, you have everything that you need to transition your life, your business, your relationships. You have everything that you need. But sometimes you maybe your prayer should be, God, open my eyes that I might see. I might see my resources and people and opportunities and money, right? Like, Open your eyes that you may see so that you can see what you need to see with new lenses, and then you can use those things that you have. Y'all know what they say, use what you got to get what you want. All that to say, that's the process that I'm in right now. And so I just, I listen, I just, I just wanted to share with y'all because this is possible. I love each and every one of y'all. Have a beautiful, beautiful rest of the day.